Testing. Samantha? Samantha? Whoa, that's a way to start. Hello. Uh, yeah. Hello. Oh. Hola, senora. We all have Bibles out. Yeah, open up your Bibles to uh, Genesis 39. You're right, Genesis yes. 39. We are picking up end of verse 6 into 7. Uh, Gabrielle, can you be our summary expert for the morning? Yes. What does that mean? What does summer, summary? is like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, tell, tell us like, what we studied about yesterday. Well, we studied that Joseph got taken away and now to, he's... To a person named... To a person... I named Potiphar, who was chief of the guard. Wait, in Egypt? Was it that? In Egypt? What was Joseph's job? Joseph's job was to work in the house, but then Potiphar gave the... He gave... Joseph got to work... I guess take care of everything in the house. You do remember. Yeah. He was entrusted all of Potiphar's household. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he. To his care. He worked hard. He Mm -hmm. worked hard. He made good decisions. He got to learn about all of those things. This was. Was this situation working sort of okay for Joseph? Yeah. God was blessing it, right? Filled with God's blessing. Probably getting paid. Good amount of money. And just when you think something's going okay... Mm-hmm. Something goes wrong. <laughs> okay. Kind of sounds like our lives. There's Let's... always temptations and things to be aware of, right? Look at these verses. So now chapter... Go ahead, Caleb. Now Joseph was. You can read there. Now verses. Joseph was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. But Joseph refused. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns has entrusted. He has entrusted to my to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are the because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even be with her. Mm-hmm. So this was Potiphar's wife, and she said, go ahead, Gabriel. Um, what does, like, refuse mean? It means somebody says, I want you to come over here. And you say, no, that's refusing. Where you say no to what somebody would like you to do. I thought that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, because when Caleb said refused it's... to go, I thought refused mean like to come with her and oh. like nope. stay with her. Nope, it's saying no. It's yeah, the opposite. I don't really know yeah, what it refuse meant. is like the words that you used to say when you were younger. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. That's right. Gabrielle did say that. I don't want to. So Joseph says he does not want to go to bed with 
Potiphar's wife. She was trying to get him in this trap, and and it was a temptation. Um, she took notice of him because he was handsome and well-built, well built, and she wanted to kiss him, Elsie. And if you kiss somebody... You have to marry him. <laughs> or her. Yeah, or well, her. that's our simple way of talking. Mm-hmm. And when we see it in movies, if you kiss somebody, you have to marry them. But she was already married mm-hmm. to Potiphar, so she should not be talking to Joseph like that. Right, Elsie? Yeah. She was right. probably really wicked. Mm. Well, I bet people didn't know if, well... If I were one of them, I would probably ask, are you, like, do you believe in God or not? And then if they believed in God, I would, whatever, do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So Joseph did the right thing. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I'm not coming to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. That's right. And now you have um, a big explanation. And when Joseph gives an explanation, he shares a lot of wonderful blessings that are going on. He's like, don't you realize right now everything around here is entrusted to me? I have a very important role and there are blessings. And by sinning, if I sinned with you, then we would we would jeopardize, we would wreck that opportunity for all these blessings in the house. I could lose my job and I wouldn't get to do any of this. And those blessings are because that's how God set it up. I'm serving the Lord and I don't want to sin against the Lord and lose all these blessings going on. Gabrielle? It's kind of like when people don't really, they sin to God. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, God does have, like, one plan for us. Mm-hmm. Just one. And he's not going to change it. Mm-hmm. He has to leave it like it is. Like it's... Like it already is. What do you mean? Yeah. What, the, what about like that plan? Was. Tell me more about that plan. What's the one plan? Well, the one plan is, like, if you have a toy and it breaks... You're going to get mad. And... I guess you get mad and you and you say to your mom, Mom, can you call this part that broke off my snuggler or whatever back mm, on? Like, can you sew this hole together again? Uh-huh. Yeah. But it turns out that God has one more plan for you. And, and so instead of sewing it together, he might get you. You might have your mom or dad might. get you a new snuggle. Well, not a new snuggle, because, I mean, if you have, like, 11 snuggles and you don't mm, need any That's more. a lot. Mm-hmm. Just take one off. It's fine. Just take or one not. off. <laughs> and it's fine. I mean, God has one more plan for you. Okay. And that's part of your life. Yeah. He has a plan for you, and you don't know it. And if you don't know it, then it, it just goes on happening. Well, we have, we know that God wants us in heaven and his plan for us is through Jesus. But we also have God's will for our lives where God talks about things that are good and things that are wicked. And why we can call them that is because God said so. And that's part of his plan too. On everything he says is good, he knows is good for us. 
he recognizes it blessings and and it's a part of big big picture of how we can live um as we're thankful to god for what he's done for us elsie well maybe it's just like here's the toy here's me i don't want a toy because it ripped up then my dog Mm. <laughs> so sometimes nice. things happen that we can't control and here's joseph with somebody who's tempting him and he refuses and did you notice what caleb read at the very end that he didn't even want to be with her like in the same room so that um he he found he was trying ways to stay away from this temptation wasn't he so he can continue to be God's blessing in that household. Gabriel? What I think is that I think Joseph, he's a good man. I mean, he believes he's, in God. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what's wrong. And if someone's temptation, I mean, tempting him, then he can just like walk away or like ignore them. Mm-hmm. But and they don't. But sometimes, like, I think that the person in my head, I imagine someone who's, like, hurting someone else. And so it's really bad and terrible, and they can't control it. Yeah. And they just have their anger, and they really want to do something really bad to something. We feel that too, don't we? sometimes and like joseph it took a lot of courage and strength from god uh to to live this way it's called self-control right that he controlled himself and said i'm not just going to do whatever i want to serve the lord and and he was very um fixed on that and wanted to be careful about his life for for god's glory and his neighbor's benefit Now look at what happens next. One day he went into the house to attend to his duties. So he's doing his work. And none of the household servants was inside. Hmm, that was different. It's empty. And she caught him by his cloak and said, Come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. So maybe she had everybody leave. For when Joseph was coming in, then they would be alone, and she was going to try to trap him and and tempt him then. But still he ran away, right? And she had grabbed so tightly onto him, right, that she held onto his cloak. And so that's all she had left. So you know what she's going to do next? She's going to use that cloak and lie about Joseph with the cloak. It's the second time we've had a robe with a lie, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Well, it's with a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. First it Maybe was the... the lie was a different person. The blood, yeah. The robe was not a different person. So when she saw that he left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, she called her household servants. Look, she said, this Hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us or fun of us he came in here to sleep with me but i screamed and when he heard me scream for help he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house so who how did she lie 
because he did not want to come to bed with her. Yeah. Or even be with her. That's who why. who was she making it sound like was doing a bad thing? The She made Joseph. it sound like Joseph was doing a bad thing and it wasn't her. And that everybody, since there were no witnesses, everybody saw the cloak and figured they had to believe her story. Well, so, they can't believe her story because it's a bad story. Mm-hmm. But they did because they didn't know. They didn't know. I mean, it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might have to like ask people questions and and wait just in case something is a lie and do a little investigation, right? I wondered if like the men even believed in God. Mm-hmm. If they didn't know Joseph, then they wouldn't have believed in God. Mm-hmm. And there might be some pressure to not even want to investigate something that deals with your master's wife because she's kind of like a boss, you know? Yeah, she's like the second in command, I guess. Mm -hmm. But then third is Joseph. Mm -hmm. Well, she kept his cloak beside her until his master came home. Then she told Potiphar the story. That Hebrew slave you brought us came to me to make sport of me, but as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. And when the master heard the story from his wife that she told him, saying, This is how he treated me, he burned with anger. And Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in the prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison. He was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. So Potiphar listened to her story, didn't he? And he put Joseph in prison. So did all the household servants. This is what he got for obeying the Lord, right? He ended up being thrown in prison. Sometimes people don't appreciate what you do, but you do it for the Lord, right? Not for people. Mm-hmm. Try to do it for the Lord. And she probably didn't believe in God. Right, right. She probably knew about God, but mm-hmm. she probably didn't. She didn't think like he was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he went from being a slave to being in prison. Do you remember the dreams that he had? What happened in those dreams early on? people bowed down to him yeah do you think he thought those dreams were ridiculous weren't they i guess they don't mean anything anymore mm-hmm. or do you think they maybe gave him courage that you know what god's in charge and i can be a free person i can be a slave and i can be put in prison but someday still maybe god will have it that that i get to serve in a different role and people will bow down it was probably pretty hard to feel like you're sold off and now you're put in prison and you weren't even doing anything bad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back to the the first story when um Joseph got um when Joseph was he was obeying his father when he went to check on them. Mm-hmm. And then since he was obeying his father he um he went he had he got sold 
And then he gets sold again to Potiphar, and then he gets all this good stuff. But then his the Potiphar's wife mm-hmm. um got uh comes up with this lie and and um gets him in prison again. Yeah. But God was with him. Here's maybe another sign um, for all of us to say God continues to bless us even in different places. That we still have our life. We still have a new day. We still have things that we can do. And Joseph did things in prison that took care of other people. And he gained favor and responsibility. And that was a blessing for him. So maybe that would give him some courage and remind him that God God didn't just wasn't just punishing him or leaving him alone, but God was still with him and doing good things through him. Mm-hmm. Just like us. Mm-hmm. So let's pray now. Should we pray? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lord, for this new day. We don't always know what's going to happen next, and that's certainly sure about our country right now and the whole world. We've all learned that we are not in control of tomorrow or the next year, but you are, and you find ways to bless us and to bless all people, um, even in places we wouldn't expect. So we ask that you be with us as you were with Joseph, that you bless our lives as you bless Joseph, that you fill our hearts with trust and a desire to continue to do what you command because we get to serve you wherever you are, we are, and whatever we're doing. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Amen.